Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. But first, let's talk inflation and, of course, of course, cost of living challenges. Today, we learned Canada's inflation rate dipped to 3.8% in September, surprising analysts. While here in BC, our inflation rate is down to 3.3% for September. The latest numbers bring the province back to where inflation stood in July prior to the full impacts of the BC port workers strike, which hit the economy pretty hard. Now, does this mean Canadians can breathe a sigh of relief because the inflation rate is dropping and it reduces the chance of interest rate hikes for 2023? Well, there's no doubt affordability remains issue number one for Canadians. Now, the inflation rate has dropped due to a variety of factors. Airfare prices fell by 21%. Probably didn't feel like it, mind you, but it did. they did fall by 21%. And furniture prices fell by 4.6%. But challenges do remain. Grocery, grocery prices rose overall by 5.8%, down from 6.9% in August. Uh, price uh, for baked goods went up by 8%, and the price for meats went up by 4.4%. Now, the federal government is absolutely aware of what Canadians are thinking and feeling. In fact, they uh, pretty much are seeing that in the polls. The Canadians just aren't happy with the government's handling of the economy at this point. Well, today, Treasury Board President Anita Nunn said that the federal government will begin sharing the results of its spending review next month and promised Ottawa would tighten its belt. Take a listen. I asked ministers to look at any excess spending to find a total of $15 billion over five years and $4 billion every year thereafter. Every minister has been tasked with re-examining things like outsourcing and executive travel to determine whether there is any waste. And the goal is to refocus that spending towards current priority issues for Canadians, like the clean economy and affordable housing and supports overall for the middle class. That was Treasury Board uh, President Anita Anand. Now, I told you about the fact that grocery prices are still going up. Uh, they rose uh, by 5.8%, less than 69 but 5.8% uh, in September. Break goods are up, as well as meat prices are up as well. Uh, Francois-Philippe uh, Champagne, uh, Champagne, the Innovation and Science Minister, warned grocery chains to get their act together as well. Take a listen. Canadian must be able to put food on the table. Canadians must get competitive prices and we must increase competition. And for that to happen, we need to see words into actions from the grocers. If we don't see that, and let me repeat, if we don't see that, we are ready to take more action so that we can get more tools in order to have a more competitive market here in Canada. That is Francois-Philippe Champagne, our innovation minister, talking tough, uh, acutely aware, as I said earlier, of the frustration many Canadians have when it comes to the issue of affordability, particularly grocery prices. Joining now is Michael Levy, CKNW's business analyst. Good afternoon, Michael. Hey, Jazz. Uh, tell me, first and foremost, uh, with the inflation numbers, what do they tell you? They tell me that things are easing a little, it's softening a little, and uh, uh, what you said at the outset, it's probably going to take quite a bit of pressure off the Bank of Canada to uh, hike interest rates. I don't see that now because 
the fact is the higher prices have reduced spending because people can't afford as much. And then when you see inflation come down, albeit not by a huge amount, but on the right trajectory, as I say, that takes the uh, pressure off the Bank of Canada. And we may have just may have seen the last interest rate hike. I don't know when they're going to turn around and start lowering rates, but uh, the last interest rate hike could be right now or Uh, last one they did. Do you think we're in the middle of a recession, even just a a small recession, a short recession, a soft landing, whatever you want to call it? Do you think we're sort of in the midst of that now? Well, I think we're on our way to a soft landing. Like I I do not see, we we might get a bit of a recession, Jazz, but we are not going to see recession like we saw in 2008, 2009. And and I I, I think we are going to have a soft landing. People are cutting back and um, they're trying to live within their means. Uh, It's very difficult sometimes, but employment is good and people are getting jobs people are working and the employment market is strong and as long as we have that uh, i don't think we're going to have a recession it's just not going to be that easy it's hard to predict here but you know i've been reading different analysts views of things that some have said that look by summer next year fall you could actually see you know interest rates now seriously coming down at that point i think they will too they look the the, the main driver of inflation is mortgage interest costs. There is no doubt about it. And right behind it is rental prices. And those are a huge driver of inflation. Uh, but even they have dropped. Uh, they, they came down. Mortgage interest costs came, well, uh, have, have leveled out. And um, they're, they're, they're not going higher. But rental prices, um, they accelerated further. They were uh, up to 7.3% from 6.5% in August. When the Bank of Canada, as you say, can start to lower rates, that means the prime rate goes down, and that means the mortgage rates will start to come down, and then you're going to see inflation drop a little further. But that could be one of the main catalysts. Mm-hmm. I was reading one article saying, look, it's always uh, it's easy to, to drop inflation numbers from 8 to 4%. It's the 4 down to 2% that's tougher because then it gets tougher and tougher and smaller and smaller increments. I guess that's a challenge now for the Bank of Canada for the next three to six months is can they bring it down to 2% and that's that's their goal it it is their goal now uh, we are going to probably next month when we see the inflation numbers come very very close to the Bank of Canada's guidelines of one to three percent inflation that's what they want we could actually come down in the next couple of months and touch the higher end of that goal that the three percent that will not give them the leeway to bring mortgage rates down. But when you hit the, 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 that, that sweet spot of 1% to 3%, once you start to come under 3%, and I don't think that's far away, that will give the Bank of Canada leave to maybe drop the rates a quarter percent. And uh, honestly, I'm looking for that at the beginning of the year. I think we've got another couple of months of this. But if inflation keeps heading down, albeit slowly, I think the Bank of Canada is going to have leave to start to lower the rates a little, and that's going to make a huge difference to Canadians, how much money they've got left mm-hmm. in their wallet after they pay mortgage and after they pay rent. So it could be a monumental swing coming up. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm ever the optimist, but, you know, sometimes you look at geopolitical issues, uh, you know, we, we've got the issue in Ukraine. Ukraine has not gone away when it comes to the impact it's had on energy prices. Uh, you then take in what's happening in Israel now and the challenge that that may spread to Lebanon, even potentially Iran. Uh, you don't know how long that 
uh, conflict will last. Uh, and that can all have an impact on energy prices. Energy prices, and they're not the only thing, mind you. We've talked about furniture prices to, 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 to flight. But at the core, energy drives so much of this at the end of the day. And the prices of fuel impact uh, the inflation rate in a significant way. Absolutely. So you've got the geopolitical in Ukraine, you've got the geopolitical in the Middle East, and um, that is, that, that's going to be a driver of energy prices. And uh, if this, we don't see a turnaround in that, then we can see oil, which is now trading in the $85, $86 a barrel range, go up over 90 and 95 a barrel, and that's the one bug in the ointment, fly in the ointment, if you will, is energy prices could easily go higher. The U.S. strategic reserves are at a very, very low level. So that's uh, that's an area that we're watching and maybe holding our breath a little bit. Well, especially here in Vancouver, when we were just above two dollars not too long ago, a few weeks ago, we're at a dollar eighty-five now, and, and it doesn't take a lot to, to to push those prices. And next thing you know, it impacts the food delivered to the grocery store, to the restaurant, and everything else that you buy along with it. And uh, that's the one thing we definitely have to have to keep an eye on. Although I do like the idea of government finally going, wait a minute, maybe we need to tighten our belt as well. What do you think of Anita Nunn's comments on just refocusing government spending? That's exactly, Jazz, you just nailed it, refocus government spending. They're not cutting their spending. What they're doing is cutting the increase in spending that they announced in the last budget. They're cutting back on that increase. But don't don't look at it as, I, I, I don't want our listeners looking at it that the government is cutting spending. They're cutting the increase. And the Sylvain Charlebois, who... Uh, has been speaking lately on food prices. He's from uh, Dalhousie University, Agri-Canada, and he is Canada's expert. He says that the three major food chains are not gouging Canadians, not at all. So it's it, it looks good politically to attack those two areas, but you've got to look at facts and data and numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Michael, thank you as always for your time. Thanks, Jazz.